Uh, once again, my name is Traveler Charlie. I'm a non-binary Latinx money coach helping my first gen clients become millionaires. And I get a lot of people asking me what my six-month coaching program looks like exactly. So big picture, logistically, I work with my clients only over the course of six months because I want to work with people who want long-term growth and want to work on their mindset, their credit card points game, and investing. And if they want to start businesses or scale their businesses, I help them with entrepreneurship as well. So <laughs> I devised this treasure map, which is an image that I have pinned on my top post on Instagram, just to make it be a money party because that's basically what it is at the end of the day. Working with me is a six month money party. Folks come to me because they're super scared and nervous and guilty. And they feel like the only one that has the weird money shit going on. <laughs> but let me tell you, we all have weird money shit. I'm a money coach and I coach myself every day on my money mindset work. So my Treasure map is divided into six parts, and I'll just walk you through what each of those six parts looks in order. So the first session is the net worth party. That's when I want to get your overall financial picture to get the party started. I want to get real nosy about where all of your money is all over the place. Do you have checking, savings? Why do you have checking and savings? Where? Do you bank with Wells Fargo <laughs> or Bank of America? We want to get really nosy about where all of your money is all over the place. And I want to know where you're banking because where you bank matters as well. And I'm not here to shame people about where they bank, but I do laugh when I say Wells Fargo and Bank of America because I too used to bank at Bank of America because it was the biggest bank in the US at the time, according to my parents. And that's just the bank that we went to because it was a national branch. Little did I know that when I... Uh, open my first credit card with them, that the cash rewards would be pretty much the worst with Bank of America. Interest rates are not as high as they are with Ally Bank. I never banked with Wells Fargo, but they're also a crappy bank because of the ghost account scandal, which I've written a blog post about. They basically tricked people into opening accounts or Wells Fargo employees were basically told to open up fake accounts for millions of Americans, and they disproportionately uh, affected BIPOC folks, even folks in California. There was a documentary I saw on Netflix about them using Spanish-speaking employees and telling them to convince other Spanish-speaking clients to open accounts. Uh, and so, no, we're not about Wells Fargo. A bunch of my clients, once they realize that they don't have to keep their money, where they don't want to keep them, move their money out from Wells Fargo, Bank of America, and I prefer Ally Bank. The high yield savings account is a misnomer. It's not high yield uh, in the way that investing would be. But you bet that the interest rates at Ally are higher than at Wells Fargo and Bank of America. Even if your bank is giving you 1.6% interest, you're still losing, uh, your cash is still losing value because of inflation. And right now, inflation is at 9 0.1% just about at the time of this recording, which is being recorded in August of 2022. <laughs> I forget what time it is sometimes, um, but that's, that's what happens when you work for yourself. Like what year, what month, where are we? <laughs> so that's the first step. 
on my treasure map is to find out where all your money is all over the place, starting with cash, but also how much debt do you have? How Do you have student loans? Do you have credit card debt to come up with a debt payment plan? I work with people who have encountered or stepped into more wealth than they thought was possible, whether they've inherited tens or thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, as a surprise, because I'm helping a client who's inheriting pretty much that amount, figure out what to do with it and how to be strategic with massive amounts of money instead of letting it sit there in the bank and lose value every day due to inflation. Uh, but I still want to know if you have debt just to normalize talking about money as well in a shame-free, objective, and also a fun way, which is something that I help my clients realize. I'm the first person oftentimes that they come to that they realize that money conversations can be productive, they can be fun, and they can be very illuminating about who you are as a person, your values, and your goals. So that, that gets the party started. And we also want to know if you have any old retirement accounts laying around uh, from old employers that you might have forgotten about as well. If we want to consolidate them, I help my client, Alex, uh, roll over money from a traditional IRA and do a Roth IRA conversion. And I walked her through that process, which is a taxable event, but I showed her exactly how to do that online. Um, and I helped her move her money over at Charles Schwab, which is where I hold all of my investments. And I love the Charles Schwab platform. It doesn't have like the bells and whistles and the confetti that I hear Robin Hood has, but it gets the job done. And Charles Schwab's interface is pretty simple and their customer service is really good. I can say so because I worked there for over a year. So I helped my clients move their money from Wells Fargo, from Bank of America to Charles Schwab so that they can get that going. But we want to know where all your money is all over the place, including how much you have, cash, investments, um, and, uh, and, and debt-wise. And if you want help, you can book a call with me to work one-on-one -on -one with me at the link in my bio on Instagram or go to my website, travelercharlie.com to get started. Uh, and then the second step on this yellow brick road that is my treasure map is money mindset. <laughs> and I laugh because a lot of people think that when they get started working with me that I'm just gonna tell them what to invest in and where to put their money and that it's one and done. If it were like that, we would not be working together for six months, y'all. This ish takes time. <laughs> and if you're first gen, child of immigrants, like myself who had a crappy childhood, chances are you have a thing called money trauma. <laughs> I have or had CPTSD, child post-traumatic stress disorder because I had a crappy childhood. Um, but I'm not using that as an excuse to not tackle my, my money shit at all. And so with the money mindset session, it's like basically money therapy. People come in and their minds are blown uh, that we can just talk about money for an hour without going through the numbers or any of those things. And I ask my clients, how did your parents or primary caretakers talk about money in front of you? And that question is very important because it, I, I'm noticing I'm a very observant, sensitive person. And I notice the way people talk about things, their tone, different memories, specific memories that come up for them. And I just listen. 
Um, but I feel like that question helps me understand where they came from and if they're limiting beliefs that they've been programmed with that they inherited from their parents, even if their parents are alive or passed on or in their lives a lot or no longer in their lives, that does not matter as much as how we're still carrying these money beliefs, often times of which are not true or are no longer serving us. Like for me, it was the, the, the saying and the belief that we couldn't afford things that I feel like my brain is still trying to trick me into thinking that I can't afford this, I can't afford that. Just even this morning, I was walking uh, Steve the Pointer, who I'm dog sitting for, and I was like, oh, I wanna take myself to a nice brunch just to celebrate the fact that I've moved to DC in June, haven't had to pay any rent because I've been taking advantage of the fact that a lot of people are traveling and just been dog sitting and going out and connecting with friends and being more abundant with gift giving than I've ever been in my life, treating my friends to, to drinks instead of that scarcity mindset. Uh, and my brain was like, you can't afford brunch. <laughs> and then I was like, oh yes, I can. <laughs> and I have a very playful persona and attitude. And I feel like that helps me a lot overcome this childhood trauma and the scarcity and the negativity um, that I've inherited when talking about money. Growing up, we never had positive conversations around money. There was never uh, like a structured format in which to do this, which is changing. I love the fact that I work with clients who even before they work with me, they have weekly or monthly meetings with the partners or whoever they share expenses with in a structured way to talk about finances. Um, and I think that's beautiful because once you have a structured container or environment to talk about something, it makes it less triggering and less scary. So I definitely encourage y'all to start thinking about, do you have structured times to talk about money with people that you share finances with or just even family members or chosen family members? Uh, because they're listening. I work with a lot of Latinx people. I'm Latinx. Latinx, like I joke that we're all chismosos, like <laughs> we're in each other's business. Uh, but use that to your advantage. If you're learning uh, about retirement accounts, this is what I tell my clients. Like if you're working with me, talk about what you're learning with me. Talk about retirement. Talk about money mindset. Talk about everything you're learning because your family's watching. Whether you, you believe it or not, people are watching. And then this trickles out. So I do do one-on-one -on -one coaching, but it doesn't feel like that because everything I do helps an individual in the moment, but it also ripples out. It's a ripple effect where people take what they learn. They're less scared to talk about money and they show their loved ones to be less scared. And the knowledge piece, of course, is important, but so is just the emotional relief that comes with working with me as a coach because that's all I do. I show people the possibilities and we're all mirrors for each other. Advice I give, things I say, I can take that right back to myself. And sometimes I give baller advice and I'm like, damn, I need to take that advice. <laughs> Tell my clients to celebrate their wins and reflect on their wins. Um, and I ask my clients a lot, are you the first to make the most in your family? And about 80% are. About 80% of my clients were the first to make the most in their families. And that has never clicked or registered for them until I've asked them this. So we've come so far. We have a lot to celebrate, but I feel like a lot of 
people I work with at first are guilty because they feel like they should be good or feel like they shouldn't be guilty about having all this money. And that just highlights that money doesn't solve everything. Our money mindset really dictates how we treat money. And it starts with deprogramming those limiting beliefs um, so that we can really step into our millionaire selves. And it's not uh, an issue of if, but it's an issue of when we become millionaires. And I, I use the word millionaire just to highlight that I don't really care if my clients hit a million dollars or, or when, I mean, I want them to tell me and I'll be celebrating and dancing because that's a big milestone. But I also use caution when I talk about glorification of millionaires, because that's an arbitrary number designated by society in order to value some people more than others. And when you're investing your stocks at the millionaire level can drop $50,000 in one day, or they can go up by $50,000 in a day. So that's why the physical millionaire milestone to me is not that important because even with stock market fluctuations, you could be a millionaire one day and <laughs> have 900,000 K in your account in, in, in like a week. Yeah. So the point is to call in our millionaire selves. Now, how do they act? How do they believe? How do they dress? How do they celebrate? How are they enjoying life? And we can call in that future self slowly. And our future self is going to be evolving just as we're evolving in the present. So I'm all about calling in our future potential now instead of living in the past because I was somebody with a lot of childhood trauma who would live in the past and talk about how crappy my past was. And then I just decided I want to value my present me and my future self more. And while I'm having fun and enjoying my present, I'm living my best life for my five-year-old self that was limited and told to be quiet and, and was taught to be a good kid, aka a suppressed kid that wasn't able to express myself because I was afraid of being punished for doing so. So that's, in a nutshell, how my Virgo Asties life <laughs> the day-to-day -day for now. And I always say for now because things can change. So that's step two, talk about money mindset. In the first month of working with me, I'm not really giving you all of the how-tos and showing you how to open investment accounts or all that. Yeah, we do the intake first and then do the money therapy piece. And if we need to continue that, we can choose to as well. The treasure map isn't fixed in stone. I give you all the resources in advance. So if you feel like you want to watch the master classes ahead of time, you can feel free to do that and have other resources like other suggested podcasts to listen to. But the gold really is when you decide to take action and use me as a resource to guide you on your wealth building journey. And I meet with clients every two weeks, but in between the two sessions, you have access to WhatsApp me with any questions. One client just messaged me on WhatsApp in between our meetings asking if there was a budget tracker software because it can be exhausting doing budget tracking over Excel. I don't have time for that. That's no, that's not a good use of her time. And so I just suggested that she download the mint.com app, which is free. So you can sync it to your credit cards and your bank accounts and set goals and trackers. And it will set alerts for your different goals. If you've overspent, it'll notify you. If you've hit your goal, um, it'll also notify you too. I don't personally use that, but that's 
a resource that a lot of people do appreciate that kind of tracker system. So after we do the net worth party and the money mindset session, that's when we start talking about cash and debts in productive ways. People always ask me what, what the deal is with interest rates. Can you explain interest rates, how they work to me? And so basically the Federal Reserve, the government is what sets interest rates. When your bank emails you and tells you, hey, congrats, we've raised your interest rate by like 0.1%, which is not really a celebration. I laugh every time Ally emails me. Like, I still don't care that my interest rate is 1.6%, still losing value to inflation. <laughs> but I still have cash for when the stock market dips and I can no longer rely on my stocks for income. And it's still important to have that emergency fund, but it is losing value over time. But I see it as you're paying for that peace of mind in order to have that cash solidly. But anything else other than an emergency fund, I believe in my opinion, you should be investing that, whether it's in retirement, a brokerage account, or in a business or in real estate, whatever is your jam. So I help my clients understand how cash works. And that's when we also talk about debt payoff plans. We walk through different calculators together uh, to make it less scary if clients are in debt. Some are, some are not, but I don't stigmatize clients who are. I see everything very objectively and we just problem solve together. I had one client, Mira, who we got to talk about investing really quickly and all of that jazz. And then halfway through when we did our check-in, uh, I realized that she had a bunch of credit card debt and I, I asked her how she felt about this. And she said, I feel pretty guilty about this and I didn't want to bring it up to you, but I still feel guilt about even having credit card debt. And I was like, don't feel guilty. I'm here to help you. And she felt so much better once we just walked through the credit card debt payoff calculator together online, because these interest rates don't make sense to us until we plug the numbers in. And I use these credit card debt payoff calculators for my business credit card. I used it when I was taking out $10,000 on my credit card to pay for business coaching, which is my favorite investment. And I uh, used the calculator to show me, okay, if I pay it off after six months, I'll owe about $600 in interest. If I pay it off within nine months, I'll probably owe like $900 in interest. So it's important for our brains just to see the numbers objectively instead of simmering in our guilt and being frozen in an action. Because then shit doesn't get done. And we're all about getting shit done here. Even if it's in small steps, taking action to make the bigger action items less scary. So we talk about cash debt and interest rates. And another thing I'll say is that millionaires also take out debt. So <laughs> millionaires also take out mortgages to pay for the houses. Even if they have cash, they still won't pay for cash for houses in cash sometimes because they'd rather use that cash to invest that shit anyway. So that's that millionaire mindset of not worrying about the guilt of doing a certain thing, but making calculated decisions, investment decisions. And that's at the end of the day, in my opinion, an investment decision is all about, is it good for myself and the planet? Is it a good financial decision? Will there be a return on my investment? And will there be a return on my investment emotionally? Will this make me feel better? And more and more, I'm leaning toward uh, investments being attractive to me emotionally and not just financially. To give you an example, I'm spending $9,000 on a writing coach to help me write a book. 
a year ago, <laughs> I spent $3,000 on a business coach and I made more than double my investment back within less than two months because I also did the work and I went to all the meetings and I did the work. And I believe that if it's not necessarily about the return on the financial investment, even though that's nice, writing a book will give me a nice return, hopefully, but it's not just about the financial anymore. I see this as a six month journey of me discovering myself, my creativity, putting all of the time freedom that I've created for myself to good use and writing a book that will help other people because I've not heard or seen any books uh, representing queer, Latinx, trans, non-binary, digital nomads like myself. So if you don't see a space, create it. And in order to do that, that's where my money and investments have come in handy. So it's less and less scary for me to invest in myself. Um, and it makes me something that's, it, it's something more exciting for me to do than just investing in the stock market. But it's capitalistic society, so we got to do both. <laughs> so credit cards is the fourth step on the yellow brick road to being a millionaire. <laughs> and I just think of my client, Shelby, who worked with me uh, a year ago, Shelby came to me because uh, she wanted to put her money to, to good use. She was making more than she, than anybody in her family was making. And she wanted to be strategic about it. And I think she came to me wanting to focus more on investing. But then uh, a year later, recently, we just did a, a recap because she referred me to another client. And I give free money coaching sessions to people who refer me to paying clients. And she said that the credit cards rewards piece of my money coaching was the most valuable to her because she's able to really look forward to expenses and maximize them. So when we worked together, she got the Chase Sapphire card and she took advantage of the bonus intro offer. We have a big expense coming up, like paying for a money coach like myself, looking for a bonus intro offer. It's a no brainer because these credit card companies are incentivizing you. Uh, for example, they'll say, we'll give you um, $1,000 in points if you spend $3,000 in the first three months. So the trick with that is that you need to be able to pay it off in full on time at, by the closing date every month as much as possible because if not it's just you're taking on more and more debt and that's what these credit card companies love they want you to not know how to pay debt they want you to be too scared to pay it off <laughs> but once we are no longer scared then it's game over and this is how i've been able to travel in america for six months is literally using bonus intro offers and getting reimbursed when i was a tour guide i wasn't making much at all but i was balling out in the off season because I would get reimbursed for everything and rack up bonus intro offers. So my client Shelby, uh, once she found this out, she was traveling to Boston because her boyfriend was playing in a band. And then she traveled to Yosemite and was so excited with these points that allowed her to travel. She went to Yosemite and she had money mindset conversations with her best friends and with her, her boyfriend as well, which also facilitated her helping him open up uh, retirement account because he was self-employed. And when you're self-employed, you really got to look out for yourself because we don't have these 401k matches and things like that. Um, that's why Roth IRA or an IRA is important 
to, to start building now because you don't have to be making $200,000 now. What matters is that you're taking your extra cash and investing it now and letting it grow for decades. So Shelby helped herself out and she helped out her loved ones as soon as we were working together. And she's paid off like $20,000 in student loans. She's investing in, in understanding how to max out her Roth 401k as well, which brings me to the investing part. That's number five. So after we talk about credit cards and maximizing those points and getting paid to spend money, as long as you're being strategic about it, then comes investing. I worked as a stockbroker, so I understand how different investment accounts work. It's not all about putting money in a Roth IRA and leaving it alone. Putting money in a Roth IRA is useless because it's also losing value to inflation. If it's just in cash, I don't know why you would just do that. The key is investing the money within whatever investment account you have because interest rates on cash are usually even lower in investment accounts than in savings accounts. And the younger you are and the more cash you have on the side, the more risk tolerance you have to let that money grow. So I help my clients when we're on our money coaching sessions, open accounts, I'll walk them through opening accounts. Even these opening accounts forms, they have some wild questions with all these this white men words that are hello confusing and scary for people. But since I worked in finance, I just translate stuff. And I'm like, click this button. This is what this button means. Uh, add a beneficiary. I explain all of these things for the multiple accounts that my clients open. And then I don't recommend investments either. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a certified financial planner. I was on track to study to become one, but I was like, I don't want to manage people's money for them. I'm all about the money mindset and the life coaching aspect of money coaching, but also like getting shit done and helping people literally invest tens of thousands of dollars in the stock market and in themselves. So I'll help them become aware of the different types of investments. And I'm like a money translator. I talk about index funds, the risks, um, the pros and cons of index funds versus single company stocks. I'm not like, Oh yeah, GameStop is so hot right now. It's not Zoolander. <laughs> I'm all about the boring index funds that are low cost. That are just going to buy and let them do their thing over time for decades. And then we got other hot queer shit to do, okay? But it, that takes time. Investing starts around month three, four, and we go, keep going. We have to hear things multiple times in order for them to stick, especially these these dry white men investing words. And I also have uh, master classes that I'll have clients watch in advance so that they know what questions to come prepared for before our money coaching sessions. And if they have questions, they can also WhatsApp me. Uh, I've, I've lived abroad for a while in Nicaragua and in Mexico, and it's completely normal to do voice notes. I think Americans have this weird social anxiety where they don't even like to call each other. It's weird now to call each other. And Americans freak out when it comes to voice notes. Uh, but I don't think it's as weird for like Latinx people because we have like family and stuff in Latin America. And so I love voice notes instead of sitting there texting and worrying about the right emoji. I'll just like talk. <laughs> and it's so much easier that way. So I help clients invest. Like I said, I had a client who inherited 
like over a hundred thousand dollars. And she had no idea that this money was coming. And I felt for her because I've also been the recipient of like $20,000 that I had no idea was coming from a family member. In hindsight, it would have been nice to know that this money was coming, but on the flip side, I'm glad I didn't know because I had to learn a lot about not only budgeting, but how to invest the money I had. So when I did get that 20K, boom, I went from contributing like 15, 20% to my 401k to half my freaking paycheck and use that inheritance to pay my bills while investing very aggressively instead of deviating from that plan and like buying a car or fancy things, fancy jewelry. I was like, nope, this shit is going to grow so much more if I just invest it now and let it sit there for decades. So I help clients overcome also the guilt of receiving inheritances because I think in this capitalistic society, there's this false premise that you have to earn everything and be self-made billionaire and you have to work hard for all your money, but that's not true. Like Jeff Bezos' dad gave him like a $200,000 check to start Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of like Bill Gates came from like a middle-class white family. They were not poor. Like Steve Jobs' parents let him like live at home okay for a lot of queer people lgbt people living at home is not an option it's not even a safe option so we don't have time to stigmatize people who receive inheritances if anything it's important to talk about that now so that we normalize that it is a thing and that when we die we're not going to have zero dollars in our investment accounts shit's going to be popping and then what matters is who we're going to pass the money off to my lineage ends with me. I'm not trying to have human kids. I want to have dogs. <laughs> but this is already making me think of which foundations I want to donate to or which chosen family I want to give my money to. So money is all about planning for the afterlife as well, which we need to stop being afraid of talking about because we all going to die. But life's a party before that. How can we help ourselves now and help our loved ones when we're past to the next dimension. (laughs) And then number six on my money coaching treasure map is entrepreneurship. How do we fund our lives from our passion? And with this one, I'm thinking of my client, Evie Prete. She is the founder of La Mala Mujer blog. She has an e-commerce store with really cool merch. And she's a Latina salary negotiation coach who's helped Women, BIPOC, marginalized folks negotiate uh, six figures in salary raises so far this year. When I started working with her, she was just launching her group coaching program because she was with Erica Cruz's Purpose Driven Latina, and, and that gave her the safe space and structure in order for her to launch her own business. And at the time, she was charging about $500 or $700 for her group coaching program. But I saw the value in her work so quickly that I hopped on a call, even though I wasn't trying to negotiate a salary. I was like, Evie, I want to learn how to help my clients negotiate their salaries better. And when I sign up for your coaching program, uh, and she had quit her job in the pandemic because she was exploited at her workplace, didn't feel safe, and she decided to start her own thing. Even though she had tens of thousands of dollars in, in student loans, she had that conviction that she served value and is an investor. I look out for that shit wherever. 
Um, so I told her I would invest in your salary negotiation program. I was the only non-binary person. The other people were women, but I was like, this is still a safe space for me to be in. And she also hired me as her money coach as well. So uh, I love that mutual exchange. I see that as mutual aid, like people in our community paying each other for our services and not just doing free exchanges, uh, but actually seeing the value in each other's work and paying each other. So yeah, I think her first ticket to her program, I paid like $785 for. And then by the time we finished our coaching, she was charging around $2,300 a ticket for her coaching. So I helped her quadruple her prices, which was amazing. And she made back her investment in money coaching with me because at the time I was only charging like $5,300 for six months. Uh, and she made that back, which is not something I promised to my clients. I, this, I'm not like, yeah, work with me and you'll make it back to your investment. I don't make any false promises. I give you value and give you options. And the timeline is really up to you as long as you decide to, to take action. So not all of my clients are entrepreneurs. I have one client, Nicole, who is living in Australia um, and she didn't feel like starting a business and that was fine. But through working with me, we did a lot of mindset work when she was hit with a huge tax bill, uh, it was like multiple five figure tax bill. She kept her peace of mind through that, but she was also more interested in investing in her friend's black owned business as well, because, uh, that was something that she believed in. And it was a socially conscious decision. And that's something that I help people overcome. A lot of us feel too guilty or like we're not doing a socially conscious thing when it comes to investing. But guess what? We inherited this capitalistic system against our will. And it's not like you can invest in the Sierra Club or Planned Parenthood in your retirement account. You're literally given choices of like Google, Facebook, or Amazon <laughs> for your retirement accounts. So don't fixate so much on these companies. All of these publicly traded companies on the surface, even if they're like quote unquote good companies that treat their employees quote unquote ethically have had to go through some level of exploitation in order to get to the top and be million or billion dollar companies. So what I help my clients look at is don't worry so much about the companies that you're investing in, in the stock market. What matters is you see yourself as a socially conscious fund. Do you want to start your own business? Uh, do you want to help your friends and support their locally owned businesses? Instead of worrying about these billionaire white men companies, worry about your community. But in order to take care of your community, you have to take care of yourself first. So these are the steps in my millionaire treasure map. Again, the program is six months. We meet every two weeks. In between our one hour meetings, you have access to WhatsApp me and access to my masterclass recordings uh, for free. And I do hold masterclasses every couple of months or so, but this is the only way to work with me one-on-one -on -one because I wanna work with folks who are serious about getting shit done, long-term results and, and getting to that millionaire self and tapping into that. <laughs> and not being scared of questioning and asking yourself. So I want you to ask yourself, who is my millionaire self? Where are they living? How are they dressing? How are they talking? How are they having their morning coffee? 
are they hurrying through the day and hustling and worrying about how they don't have time left or are they just flowing through the day and helping not just themselves but their communities that's my shit because that's the transformation that I know that I'm going through and I'm a coach because I'm healing and I'm sharing my healing with others but I'm bringing people with me um I was the only, yeah, when I was working as a stockbroker, the most I made working for anybody else was 40K. <laughs> but I quit that job because when COVID hit, I saw the stock market crash and I was salivating along with my other stockbroker colleagues were salivating at how cheap stocks were while people were losing their shit and getting fired from their jobs and going further into debt. The rich people or even the people like myself who weren't rich but understood how the system worked were excited. People had extra cash that they inherited from family members, swept in and bought houses <laughs> with all of that money too. So that's what I'm here for is helping my, my people understand how to take advantage of opportunities, whether they're, they're scary or great opportunities, but really investing in ourselves and accessing our millionaire selves. So if you're interested in working one-on-one -on -one with me, I invite you to book a call to, to chat. My website is travelercharlie.com and I'll put the link in the show notes of my podcast. I'm so excited to getting to know you. I'm so grateful for this work that I've been doing for almost two years. I'm so in love with my community and the people that I meet and the people that I've helped and who've also helped me on this journey. All right, everybody take care. Thank you.